By reading a lot of novels in a variety of genres and asking questions, it's possible to learn how things are done, the mechanics of writing, so to speak, and which genres and authors excel in various areas. Nicholas Sparks. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Our question for today in our continued Frequently Asked Questions series is, how do you know which genre your book is in? See, the book I'm writing right now has magic, but it also takes place on Earth, and some of the problems are solved by a character falling in love, and most of the stuff that happens is action-based where people are sword fighting and trying to kill each other. So is it fantasy? Is it historical? Is it romance? Or is it action-adventure? Swords and sorcery. Which is a subcategory of fantasy. Which is a subcategory of speculative fiction. Which is a subcategory of fiction. So, as you can see, there's a lot of things in genre. But there are a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to help you narrow down what genre your book is in. Before we get into that, I want to make sure you, our audience, knows why this question is important. Well, I'm not asking this question. I know what genre my book is in. Or I don't care what genre my book is in. It's very dangerous for people who want to be career authors. If all you are doing is writing selfishly, you don't have to worry about genre. You have fun. We'll see you next episode. But if you ever want to sell any of your books, understanding your genre, understanding which shelf the bookstore puts it on helps sell your book. Because if I am looking for an action adventure novel and I have to sift through cookbooks, then I'm not going to be as interested. So if you want to know why you need to know, go back in our archives and search for target audience. We've talked about that before in an episode, I believe in July. You can also look at our series from last March when we talked specifically about genres. We covered the basic ones, some of the specifics of you know cover design and plot of each of those. Today, though, we're not focusing on those aspects. We're just focusing on how to figure out what genre you're in. Yeah, if you don't know which of March's episodes to look at to make sure it applies to your book, this is the right episode to start on. So what is the first question that you need to ask yourself in order to figure out what genre you're in? Is my book fiction or nonfiction? Fiction is defined as more or less false. Something that did not happen, you are not trying to convince anybody that it did happen. I am not trying to convince anybody that there is a conspiracy of vigilantes in my hometown. Nobody is trying to be sold on that idea. But if there were, here's a fun story that surrounds them. Nonfiction would be more of your self-help, your biography. Memoirs. So if it actually happened or if it's almost all based on true story you are writing nonfiction. If you are writing fantastical things that you made up in your head or things that are loosely based on what actually happened, you are writing fiction. Technically, fairy tales and allegories fall into the fiction category. Those are the ones that you want people to understand and think about, but they aren't something that actually happened. A sub-question of fiction or nonfiction is, what's the age range of the book? Are you writing for children 
Are you writing for middle grade? Are you writing for young adults? Are you writing for adults? Understanding that helps the bookstore put the book in the right location. Because if I'm writing about cats that all have the secret life after they leave the house in the morning, they go out and have adventures and then they come back home and then sleep in their beds, your kids might love that story. Your adults, not so much. They're not going to be as intrigued, mostly because the stakes aren't terribly high. It's a cat. So the fun thing with age range is it becomes more vague the older you get. Because you have adults who like to read YA. But you don't have many, you know, five-year-olds who like to read Tolkien. Yeah, I think it was Lewis who said, anybody can write a book targeted for adults, but it takes a specially skilled author to write something for children. Yes. (laughs) So look at that, then move on to your next questions. The next big question you have to ask yourself is, when and where is your book set? So if your book is set in Redding, California in the year 2020, Okay, we've eliminated a whole bunch of genre by saying that particular information. We know it's probably not going to be fantasy, might be urban fantasy. We know it's not likely to be sci-fi, it's not likely to be a Western. It's definitely not going to be historical. If it takes place in the near future on Mars, understanding the setting, the location, will tell you it's going to be probably a hard science sci-fi. It could be a soft science sci-fi, but definitely sci-fi. If it's in the near future, more often than not, it's hard science. If it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away... It's fantasy sci-fi. Yep. The softest of sci-fis. So sometimes people can get a little bit confused about the fantasy and the sci-fi here. Because the where isn't so different. The location could be a completely fictional place a planet somewhere that doesn't exist, that things happen on that planet. So the difference of where with fantasy and sci-fi isn't so different. It's whether it's magical and problems are solved with magic or whether it's technological and problems are solved with technology. And that goes into our next question is, what's the problem? We've mentioned before, a story is a problem and its solution. If you don't know what the problem of your story is, you don't have a story. Your story should have both an internal and an external problem if you're following the hero's journey map. But if the story is my character is lonely and then at the end they fall in love, that's going to tell you about the genre that I'm writing. If the character is in danger and they find safety at the end, that's going to tell you about the genre that I'm writing. That's clearly an adventure story. We are talking about the main big problem in your story. This is how you define your genre. Subplots are different. You can have a fantasy novel with a romance subplot, but your actual genre is the main problem, which is the world is ending and they happen to fall in love in the process. So it's romance, subplot, subgenre. 
but the world ending is the problem that's being solved. Understanding this about your own book will help you define the final elements of your genre. So let's look at some very specific genres. So you have the main headers. You have fiction. Under that, you have fantasy, romance, sci-fi, action, thriller, horror, suspense, mystery, young adult. Basically everything except for our nonfiction episode in March. But you have smaller genres in that subcategories of every single one of these that can really help you hone in on your target audience to make sure you're finding the right ones. Go to Amazon. This list is huge. So for our notes, I figured, okay, well, because Amazon is one of the world's largest book retailers, I would go and see what their lists are, what their genres are. I just pulled from the fiction section because most of our audience are fiction authors in some way. We have three pages of different kinds of genre and some of the subcategories under that would still be your main genre. So Toxic, your book, is technically mystery as its main genre, and it has a couple of subcategories. I've actually realized it's not so cozy because it's less humorous than most other cozy mysteries. You definitely have the woman sleuths. You have a little bit of the cozy mystery because cozy mysteries have the amateur sleuth aspect. The main character usually has a hobby or a profession that isn't actually police related. So it's cozy mystery. It's woman sleuths. It's general mystery. You have a little bit of crime in there also, I think, because you do have the law enforcement character. That is true. I would put crime as sort of a subgenre because he is not the one solving the mystery. He is there to kind of help out and arrest the bad guys when the time comes. Okay, and give her a place that's fairly safe when she's being stalked by a psycho serial spree killer. <laughs> and that's the other subgenre of mine is romance. I do have a clean romance subcategory, subgenre in Toxic. So my current work in progress would fall under the alternative history and then probably historical fantasy would be my second category in that because it takes place on Earth in the year 1521. It has stuff happening that you can reference in other books in fact-based around that time period, but it's clearly not something that actually happened. Magic is involved. Alternate history. Just to throw out some other genres, subgenres, you have the coming-of-age stories that are very popular in the younger YA groups. In romance, you have anything from contemporary to paranormal to rom-coms to Western romances. So if you want to look up this list, it's massive. I don't think we need to put it on the landing page. You can find it on Amazon and all of their books. And if you are looking for more books like yours, trying to figure out what the cover style is, who to connect with, which ones are selling well, searching your genre in any bookseller will help inform you about what the audiences are looking for in that genre. 
Amazon also has a lot of tips for how to select your genre. The biggest thing is be accurate. As specific and accurate as you can get, the better off you're going to be. Because honestly, if I'm looking for a book about some guy who's kicking butt and taking names and dispensing justice that the law can't, I don't want to find your Christian allegory in that collection. So if you're writing a Christian allegory, don't check every box. Amazon won't let you anyway. But if you check every box because then you'll show up on every list, you're going to get the wrong kind of reader. The next that goes along with be accurate is be specific. The more you can pinpoint exactly what kind of genre you are, the better off you can be and the smaller the list you'll appear on. So you're going to appear highest to the top. And then don't be redundant. When you are selecting those subcategories, you don't need to pick fantasy historical and simply fantasy. Either go all the way down the rest of that line to a different subcategory. Be specific. Or don't do it at all. So let's go through this process. Kind of helping walk you through how to figure out your genre. I'm going to think of a book... And Lee is going to ask me those questions and guess what category it's in. So just a quick recap, fiction and nonfiction. What's your setting? What's the problem? So you're thinking of a book. I'm doing my David Copperfield fingers where I'm reading your mind. Is your book fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. I don't really read nonfiction. (laughs) What is the target age range for your book? YA. Where is it set? It's kind of a complicated question. Different world, but is connected with ours. Is it set anywhere in our timeline? Yes. When? Modern. What is the character's problem that they're solving? Defeat the Witch of the Waste. So we have fiction, YA, alternate reality to now, defeating the bad guy. So that sounds like an urban fantasy to me. Kind of. It's not our world. It's connected to our world. Okay, what is it? I would call it more contemporary fantasy than urban fantasy. because Urban fantasy tends to be your werewolves, vampires, that kind of thing. This is part of its modern time, but it has the very fantasy feel to it. So for those of you who are wondering, I was thinking of the book Howl's Moving Castle where they live in a place called Ingery, which is kind of like a different world England, but there's a connection to modern-day Wales. Now we're flipping this. I'm asking the questions. She has a book in mind, and I'm going to see if I can guess what genre it's in. Specific genre, not just, hey, yeah, that sounds like fantasy. So, fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Age range? New adult. Setting? English countryside. When is it? About the year 1800. What's the problem? She needs to get married to save her family. Alternate history. Not that one. I know which one you're thinking of. It's not that one. <laughs> that's, that's the Scottish countryside, dear. No, I was thinking Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the zombies in there, but yes, Pride and Prejudice. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were thinking Outlander. <laughs> that's a different one. No. Different countryside. You said 1800s, but it was like, save the family. And my head went to, yep, definitely zombies. (laughs) I'm okay with that. (laughs) 
So the actual category for Pride and Prejudice would be historical romance. Not historical at the time it was written, but for us today, definitely historical romance. So with these questions being answered, you should be able to put your book in a category. I'm not suggesting you put your book in a box. I'm not suggesting you don't color outside the lines because it would be really boring to just churn out these formulaic stories. Understanding your book is about connecting to your audience and helping your audience find you. Knowing the genre is a marketing tool. If you want people to read your book, they need to know about it. And they can't know about it if you're searching in the wrong places. But on your first draft, when you're still discovering each of those elements and how you interact with your characters and how your characters interact with the world and how problems get solved, it's more important than even knowing what genre you're writing in to just write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 